So I think, I don't know, when this came out, like Diamonds and Guns. Diamonds and Guns. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb, too. I think Diamonds do and that Guns. The whole episode. I know, it's going to happen. <laughs> so my friends are diamonds, so my friends are guns. <laughs> Oh. The dumbest joke ever. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artist. We break down one of their records. We get into the music, lyrics, how it was made, the artwork, everything. Everything. And we try to have a good time doing it. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and five stars only. Please go do that. Thank you all for listening. Um, we no longer play music on the podcast because Universal Music Group is... Uh, they suck. They're dumb. Bunch of And uh, Spotify... Spotify isn't very great either. They took a bunch of our episodes down, so I ended up just going back and deleting all of our old episodes up until about two months ago. So we're kind of starting... Well, we're not starting fresh, but eventually those those old episodes will be back. But um, yeah, so that's where we're at with that. And um, I don't know. That's all I got for the boring intro, I guess, right? Is, is we're in Spotify the middle of... not supposed to censor people? What? Isn't Spotify not supposed to censor people? Isn't that like what they were talking I suppose. About? Yeah, but um, but uh, you know, I guess we too many copyright infringements. Um, even though we've been doing this for almost seven years now, and this is the first time that we're actually getting all, you know, people are fussing over us. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We're in the middle of uh, of of Tim Timebomb season, Tim Armstrong season. Uh, so yeah, this week we're getting into Transplants. So we're gonna get into their debut record. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about their other records as well. We decided not to do the album rankings this, this week because we did them not, did them not too long ago and, um, just kind of who cares, you know? Right. So yeah. we're just, um, <laughs> one of them is just, oof, it's horrendous, but, um, yeah. So we're, like I said, we're doing transplants, transplants from, uh, what, what I don't know. This album came on 2002 or something like that. So what's your, um, what's your origin story with the band, Jeff, and this record? Gangsters and thugs. <laughs> That's the only good song off Haunted Cities. And even that song's bad. It's so stupid. <laughs> no, it's fucking stupid. Um, I don't know. This is this is this is early two thousands, so this is uh Blink Mania. Right? And everybody's into Blink. Yeah. I'm into Blink. You're into Blink. We're all into Blink. Hey. And this is before <laughs> before AFI turned turned kind of weak. Weaker, yeah. Not, this is before not, seeing the sorrow, yeah. Which it's still good. It's still a good record. Still good, but 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 they definitely getting weaker. So this is um I don't know. This is the sweet spot of, of stuff. Kids getting into hip hop more and, and and acting tough guys. So I think I don't know when this came out. Like diamonds and guns, diamonds and guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so dumb too. I think diamonds do and that guns. The whole episode. <laughs> I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> so my friends are diamonds. So my friends are guns. 
That is oh, the dumbest joke ever. It's fucking wild. Oh, man. that is such a dumb joke. I think it's it was. Just, I think it was diamonds and guns. I, I don't. I don't remember hearing lead up to this. I don't remember like like reading message boards where people were talking about this. I just remember diamonds and guns, the song, and then the subsequent uh, Garnier Fructis commercial that we'll oh, talk about later. Oh my god. But yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. Oh man, I'm already tired. Um, yep. My origin story is the same, you know, being a giant Blink fan and uh, following what was happening after the Toy Page album where, you know, Tom and Travis did Boxcar Racer um, and then this came out and this came out of fucking nowhere, you know, and, and Diamonds and Guns was the first thing I heard. It was on K-Rock and um, yeah, it's just, it, I didn't, I didn't really like it at first, but after a couple listens, I just loved it because there's nothing that sounds like this band at all there's no band that sounds like the transplants for better or worse they are very very unique because there's some bad shit on this record but nostalgia (sighs) takes takes its course and you know you end up liking it more than you should um but yeah diamonds and guns is my is my origin story um so what are your what are your thoughts on this record overall before we jump into our biggest bangers, our one Bs? I, I don't have any stinkers on this. I think everything here is uh some of these are are I would I would say they're bangers because I do enjoy them and they're fun, but I, I could they could easily just be kind of like really, really, really good filler. I, I, I do yeah. like this album a lot. Agreed. I have I have twelve bangers. I do too. My bottom two though, <laughs> my bottom two could be they're filler bangers, really. I Whenever I listen to this record, I sometimes skip skip these songs because I just uh, I don't care. They they're fine, but there's there's way better shit on this record. So it's a, it's a good record, man. It's uh it stands out for sure. And uh, this week, I one thing I will say one this week I realized Travis's drumming on this is so boring. Yeah, like it's lit. He just loops himself. Like it yep, sounds like it, it's just. I mean, I understand he wants it to be like a hip hop thing. Like, but man, dude, there's no, there are very few moments where he, he shines a little bit, which he, whatever. He couldn't, he couldn't though, because th- he was an afterthought. This was, this was Rob yeah. and Tim's thing and they were just going to use a drum machine, but decided to hit up Travis and have him come in. So he couldn't do too much. Otherwise they'd be like, bro, we brought you in here because we just didn't want to use a drum machine. Don't be a dick. <laughs> so he couldn't do be anything. Be a dick. Don't be a dick. I mean, really, his drumming on In a War Zone is way better than the drumming on here. In a War Zone, I don't know that that might be my favorite Transplants record. Depending on depending on my depending on how I feel that day, In a War Zone could be my favorite. I mean, that both of these records, I never tire of, ever ever tire of. But it's just, I think what's on In a War Zone, I there are no songs I want to skip when I'm listening to that record. Unlike this one. Those but two the songs highs here, the highs here are fucking way higher than in a war zone. They, uh, and yet moments, yes, at moments, yes. It's this is definitely a more more unique record than in a war zone because in a war zone is just like a a hardcore punk record with like some hip hop thrown in. This is like a hip hop record turned upside down. Like this is some this is fucking bizarre, man. Yeah, it's is, weird. It's a really weird record. This is two guys wanting to make a hip hop record and then essentially creating like 12 posse cuts. Like in the hip hop world, this is like the equivalent of, of, of like, oh, this song featuring this, featuring this guy, featuring this guy. It's just nothing but posse cuts. And technically kind of Travis is also part of that too because he wasn't really like part of the, 
initial iteration and his drumming's kind of whatever because he's supposed to just be a drum machine. It's supposed to just mimic like an 808 because it's supposed to be hip hop forward with everybody else's love of music kind of like permeating in. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting about this, like at least on Wikipedia, you know, it says all music composed by Tim, Rob, and Travis. But when you look at the the writing credits just below that, Travis has no songwriting credits. Um, but it's just Tim and Rob and then whoever is like the guest vocalist on that has the songwriting credit. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I don't, I don't think believe. I don't think Travis had a lot to do with this. I think because I don't it, think so either. I think because it got big and because it's Travis and this like fits his style. I, I think he became part of the transplants and, and un, uh, unreplaceable. But I think at, th- at this point, I don't think he's really truly like equal parts to, all, to the other two guys. Yeah. And the um, when, when you look at all the people who sing who are on this record, almost all of them are East Bay guys, you know, yeah. Tim and Rob are East Bay. Davey Havoc is, um, what's the, the guy on Romper Stomper? I can't remember his name right now. Oh, is it something Ozen, Ernie Ozen or something? Yeah. Or Eric Ozen. They're all, they're all East Bay. The, the only people who are from here in LA are Sun Doobie and Travis. That's it. And, and I love how they kept it. They kept it East Bay. I, I I think that's so rad. Like they didn't try to pretend like they're from LA. They barely even wrote about LA. It was all about Oakland, all about the East Bay. And I thought I thought that's so cool. That is so cool. cool. Like, who fuck cares about NorCal? Boring, dumb, <laughs> ugly, gross. Well, the East Bay scene. We all know the East Bay scene was pretty rad. Trash. There's a lot of good shit that came. Come on, Green Day came Nothing out of it. Good has ever come out of the East Op Bay. Op Ivy, ever. Rancid. Get out of here. Never man. heard of them. Nahoy. Never heard of it. Gay. I what's your know, what's your what's what's your what's your biggest banger? What, what do you got for your one B? Oh, it's tall cans in the air. <laughs> I hear you say it. Fuck you. Come on, man. This how can this not be your one B? Uh, it's not. It's my three B. Oh my god. Three <laughs> B. Yeah. Okay. This song. This song. Just that 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 high guitar. That I don't even want to call it a riff. It's just it's wonky. It's weird. I don't even know if it's really a guitar. I can't. I've never really been able to tell to tell. So this is this is the only song that has Matt Freeman on it, the the bass player for yeah. the Rancid, Rancid and Op Ivy. Op Ivy. So that that how catchy that riff is, like I wonder if that's that's a Freeman riff. That has to be his fucking squirreliness that we just did in Op Ivy last week. Like he's a yeah. fucking killer bass player at doing that sound, and that sound is that riff. So you think it's the bass that's playing that? Because because there is an actual bass that comes in. I don't think it's the bass, but I think Matt Freeman wrote it. Okay, that's fair. Because it doesn't, yeah, because you're right, because it doesn't sound like a, I mean, this is based off of doing Op Ivy and then this record and the little bit of Rancid that we know. It doesn't, it sounds too weird, too weird to be Tim. Yeah, there's nothing else on this record that is that squirrely, that like melodic and just that fucking good. Yeah, you're right. That's a good riff. It's a great, it's a great riff, <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, like you said, Matt Freeman played bass on this one. Brody Dahl, uh, your girl from the Distillers, oh. she uh, she sang on this one. You sing the song. You and Mike love to sing it. Sing can it. Do it. I can do this. Yeah. One thing I read, I read this week. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll get back. We'll get into that later on. Because I have notes about it, but yeah, whatever. So yeah. Go oh ahead. man. I, yeah, just the, the it's that it's that riff, the anthemic 
I don't even want to call it anthemic chorus because it's just it's it's only one line that he repeats and but yelling the fuck you at the end of it that's so much fun right like, now like, why hands in the air let me hear you say it fuck you it's so stupid that's it. like it's just that's don't it. even <laughs> you do not need to add the fuck you like we know you're tough we know you're hard but adding the fuck you just makes it so fun I know, I know. It's so dude, much Rob, fun. Rob Tall slays here, dude. dude. Rob absolutely fucking slays in this song. It's so damn good. He has just so many fucking words. He yeah. spits out that, so I noticed many that. goddamn words. Every song, there's there's a lot of lyrics here. And yeah. most of it's like nothing. Most of it's nothing. Most of it's just how tough he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, hype, it's, it's that and it's hyping up his crew. That's all it is. Love his crew. It's almost every song on it. I like the little, uh, but I like little that. guitar like feedback things right after the "fuck you" part, and then into the end of the chorus. Yeah, it's like, well, fuck oh, you, yeah. and then he's like, Wah! like this little, I don't know, this little like shriek. Those are cool. I like that. And Tim does that. He does it all over this record. He has these little, I don't even want to call them lead guitar lines because they're so short. They're just noises. It's like some corn shit, you know, just these random noises that are put in there for no reason, but they sound great. They, they just they, they accent the song that those parts of the songs perfectly. I, and, I and love he does the it guitar playing. I, I think it's so I think good it's here. Great. I, yeah. I, I like the way he hits those two notes, like on the beat, the dun 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 dun. Yeah, like the little note it's beforehand really to set up like the <laughs> yeah. final note. Like, dude, I think that's so cool. And lets that ring that ring out. It just sounds good. Oh, I, I think like every every tone that he has, his clean tones, his like verbed up tones, his distorted tones. There's a really metal one that he does throughout on the on one song on the album. I think everything he does is just really fucking good. Yeah, and it's like it's not even like a fully clean guitar that with those notes too. It's just like there's a little bit of I don't even want to say it's distortion. I, I don't know what it is, but I love his fucking tone on it. The bum bam, just that ringing out. Oh, I, I think it's fantastic. So he he does that he does that during the verses and everything, and he so Tim has the first and third verse. Rob has the second verse, and dude, he <laughs> Rob has no no nuance no he's he's not a dynamic vocalist whatsoever it's the same thing every every time every he's time. just aggressive like no matter how like the song i think sad but true which well not sad but true that's metallica whatever i don't know what, what, what a couple of the songs like true. is it sad but true okay yeah. yeah um but yeah no that's like a somber kind of song with the organ and shit and he just comes in just screaming for no yeah. reason it's like it's, dude, oh, this is not so fit good. <laughs> It is great. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what are you, fucking David Letterman over here? <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten to that on Dudesy when they when they make the the movie with Charlie Sheen and then David Letterman is his dead his dead father? No, it sounds so fucking funny. <laughs> God, I need to get there. I need to hurry up. It's so fucking funny. All right. Anyway, um, but yeah, and then oh, in the second verse. So so many of these lyrics are just ridiculous. And my favorite, my favorite I, line in the whole album is in the second verse. Is it the "You better hope you fucking miss yes. me when you see me drinking whiskey"? It's so <laughs> stupid. It's I terrible. fucking love that line. It's terrible. You better hope you fucking miss me if you see me drinking whiskey. Like, come on, dude. Like, you can't be. Are you serious with this? Did you write that? Serious. It sounds come like on. somebody. It sounds like a, a line that somebody write who doesn't drink. Like that's what it sounds like. It's like you've seen too many movies, so this is the line that you write. It's so fucking dumb. God, dude, it's just so douchey and funny. I love it. <laughs> and then that bridge, that bridge hits with that cool and kind of messy guitar solo. It's it's terrible, but I love it. And then it just stops. 
so abruptly and then it just drops back into the the chorus and that's it it's it's like what what was the point of this solo it was terrible but i love yeah. it yeah so just, um, just a bunch of just, it's, it's a posse cut man it's a bunch of guys having a it good is, time yeah yeah i mean lyrically it's just you know this is a fuck you to the haters because they're all just jealous that's really what it is i mean re- i mean i don't want the only thing i really care about lyrically is talking about the uh, how just how bad some of the some of the lyrics are because there's like no deep meaning to almost to most of the songs <laughs> there there tim tim has a line somewhere too where he says he says i never sing i only i only ever shout or something like that oh yeah yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. dude that's like are you talking about rob are you talking about <laughs> yourself <laughs> i never sing i only shout something <laughs> like, like that. dude that's what that's my tim like. armstrong yeah. Like first of all, that's that's not what you do, but and that's only what Rob <laughs> does. That's why, like, is it, but that's supposed to be like a like a like a funny thing. Are you trying to make a funny? I don't think he knows how to be funny. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I that's you he know, really knows how to act gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in this band seems like they're nobody's having a good time. Ever Dear, like it's way too serious, <laughs> and I don't know, man. I, you know, okay, so. I, I've always heard Davey Havoc in interviews talk about Skinhead Rob very fondly and how much he loves Skinhead Rob. And he always talks about how nice of a guy he is and how friendly and he's always got your back and he's just the greatest person in the world. But when you listen to these songs on this and in a war zone, you're like, dude, he just sounds like he would just want to beat the shit out of you for no reason. He's not even like, like a big guy. He's like the same size as Travis, just like a little bit more meat on him. He's not like this huge <laughs> yeah. fucking roided out Henry Rollins looking like skinhead. He's just he looks like he looks like a uh, like a guy that came out of Outwood, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, huge shout out to Outwood here in you know very com- very very regional, but um yeah, that's what he looks like. I mean, not looks like, but that's how that's what he reminds me of. I mean, he seems like a really cool dude. There's a lot of there's a lot of like people that are coming on this album that aren't like famous musicians that clearly mm-hmm. are because of Tim and, and Skinhead Rob and they're they're networking that are coming on and that's cool. And then the interview they did with uh Nardwar and, and he pulled out that picture of skin and Rob oh, in high yeah. school blind to like the black, um, it was like the, some club that was, it was started as like a multicultural club and then turned into like a black students club or something like that. And skin and Rob was like a founding member. And so like, he does seem like a cool guy and he does seem like yeah. a guy that like cares about everybody. But it's just like, dude, when you only write songs about how fucking tough you are <laughs> and how like you want to like put your gun to somebody's head and shoot, like, come on, bro. Yeah, and dealing drugs. Good you know, lord, like, <laughs> get over yourself. I know. Yeah, everything. Everything I've read and seen too. He seems like a nice guy. It's like, I, and I ah, fuck reading Travis's book, which was a terrible book, by the way. But reading his book of this era of his life, and then watching interviews that Travis did, and, and when he was in when he was doing the transplants in this this era of his life. Dude, he was a fucking prick. Yes. Like Rob seemed normal. Like he he seemed like he just had Travis's back. Like it wasn't like he never provoked anything, but Travis was the fucking douchebag. He's yeah. the worst. Travis fucking is the asshole. worst. I love him, but man, dude, he have, he's the he's the fucking worst. No zero personality. Zero. Still to this fucking day. Oh, god. It's obnoxious. It's it obnoxious. Is. But anyway, it's unfortunate. Um do we have anything else on Talkens? No, talk it to and also fuck you. You also notice how much he he references tall cans. He always talks about tall cans. I know. I and never smoking. knew that until this week. Yeah, it's always tall cans. It's cocaine. 
or like he's you know alluding to cocaine it's always those two things yeah and fighting those are his, his like, three hot topics right like there tall cans he say so he says the words like tall cans like five times on five different songs yeah it's like dude i've never <laughs> I, I say tall cans like once like every i don't know fucking 10 years i never say that word it's the beer i know right <laughs> But I guess that's the that's the, the, the gangster way of doing <laughs> that's it. That's the gangster way of doing it. Sure. Okay. Yeah, the tall cans of you know I don't know malt liquor. Or whatever. Yeah, he's probably drinking or like something. Fucking yeah, he's drinking something disgusting. <laughs> he ain't drinking those king cobras or blind some pigs. Shit. Tell you that much. <laughs> no, that's that's true. It's not. All right. So what's your uh, what's your number one banger? What's your one B? Drugs rule everything around oh me. Oh my god, you are the fucking worst. Oh my, you are the fucking worst. You are this, the worst. How was that? This, this is my eleven B. That's stupid. That's dumb. I, I I'll this just say is, it. This song and Down in Oakland are the two songs that I go back to the least. Oh, that's and you're crazy. You, and I, sometimes I, I, I just shut. I just shut the record off after um, we trusted you. I think on both of those songs, you missed. You, you missed the mark there. Um, Dream. Dream is is the perfect. This is the perfect homage to hip hop. These guys listen to, like you you missed in, you missed the boat entirely. No, I get it. I get you why did, they did it, but I don't did like not. it. It you sounds like it's right like a hip hop. It is right. I know with it like, is with like references. It is it is deep. It, it is, is rich. It's it's the it's the most thought out song on the album. It's the most complex okay. song on the album. It is. Absolutely well, fantastic! It's bouncy, it's fun, it's goofy, it's serious, it's it's absolutely amazing. I get there. there it's like an homage to to Wu Tang, especially because of you know the song, the title. Um, and I get the, all the references and the, and the lyrics. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But there's just still something about it. It just sounds too. It just sounds too forced to me. That it bothers me. It's too. It's way too forced. I do like that. This is one of the few songs where Travis actually seemed like he was playing rather than it just sounding like a loop because he was hitting those drums, like big bombastic drums, which you don't really hear in hip hop music, which I, I thought was cool. Like they, they kind of turned it upside down in that sense. Um, the bass line is fucking killer in this song. Um, El, was it El Diablo? I guess yeah, he's a... Is Danny LA. Diablo. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. He's I mean, I looked him up, but... Is he New York? Okay. New York. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him. I, so it's I, fucking I, you know cool, dude, because like, he's the only guy that's not from like their area. And then in his, like the first time he, he raps here, he just he just throws out all these underground hip hoppers that are all from the New York area. Like everybody he mm-hmm. mentions are all from the New York area. Like all, all people that are very, did not get much success. Like that's, that's cool. That's I cool. Like that. It is cool. And that, that fucking, dude, that like G-Funk Dre sound, that, like come on. Are you kidding? Yeah, Joe there's Myers? a lot of a lot of throwbacks throwback to uh, mid '90s hip hop, not just underground, but I I do hear like some popular hip hop in there as dude. well, and and yeah. like even like the way yeah, Danny definitely. Diablo comes in, like the way he raps, that's very like '90s Cypress Hill sounding. Yeah, that that big like coming from the diaphragm way of yelling things. Fuck man, this <laughs> this this song is good. It is good, good, good. But for it to be your one B, I don't one I don't get B. it, man. Down in Oakland's my seven B. Down in Oakland's a fucking banger too. I think that is such a God it's, damn, it's a mediocre a song. song, man. It's it's good, but it doesn't go anywhere. There's nothing that not to me that stands to. out is, there. Down in Oakland is like their their kind of like like 
rock steady thing. It's it's just it's just something to dance to. It just grooves and it finds its groove it and it just does it the whole time and that's all it, that's all it needs to do. There's yeah, there's nothing churched up there. No crazy weird guitar sounds. I mean, I do like it, but you know, you get 10 songs that are just like, dude, every song is different from the last. Everything has their own unique. It's just it and you drop into Down in Oakland, which is just so basic. It's a little underwhelming. Let's just say it's underwhelming. It's not bad. It's underwhelming. But Down in Oakland doesn't sound like any other song on the album. No no other song on the album sounds like Down in Oakland. No other song on the album just lets the groove breathe. Just lets it go. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then the guitar right. sounds so fucking sick there, dude. It's so verbed up. It's so wet. It's dripping. I changed my panties. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ah, the way that the way that op- that song opens too with him screaming like that <laughs> drugs rule everything around me okay okay that's all right oh man so i mean lyrically what, what do you have on 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 dream it's just dude it's just guys rapping how great and tough they are that's it it's yeah a hype song once again <laughs> that's what i would do yeah. it's a hype song about being tough in the streets that's that's all it is. That's all it is. But I mean, do you have anything else on on Dream? Mm, that's it. I wasn't as enthusiastic as you were hoping, but that's uh, right. I mean, there's a lot of songs. Here. So much. We we got there are there are. Well, I was taking a sip. So, mid what? question. I had. He asked me. I was I was drinking my beer. <laughs> so I couldn't be enthusiastic. I could spit the beer out all over the computer. I could do that. <laughs> Do a spit take? Yeah. That's what I should have done when you said that it was your least favorite. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Second least favorite. Second least favorite. What is your least favorite? Second from the bottom. Down in Oakland. Oh, yeah. That's well, well, Here we go, dude. <laughs> because at least Dream is exciting. At least Dream is exciting. Down oh, in Oakland just God. doesn't have that excitement that the rest of the songs do. Where do you, where do you put, where do you put like, like Way in My Mind? Because that's my oh, least favorite I put that song. at eight. I put that at eight. Brody Dahl was on that song too And Tim said this is a song about them So But not like mine. But they It wasn't like not, a love song Yeah Because they're not split up at that point What's your What's your 2B? Yeah my 2B is Quick Death Quick Death I don't care Talk shit I don't care It's a killer song Davey Havoc is on this one He sings vocals with Rob I like the back and forth. It's not, you know, Rob gets a verse, Davey gets a verse. It's like every every other line. They're going back and forth. I, it's killer. Davey Havoc throws it back to the shut your mouth and open your eyes days with the screaming. I mean, it's it's grittier. It's 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 great, man. It He hadn't done that style in five years at this point. And he fucking nailed it. He nailed it on this song. Um, Rob, of course, you know, doing his thing, screaming. Um, that's what they do. But that's what he does best. And um, Tim's guitar playing—that's <laughs> <laughs> well, it is all he does. Um, but Tim, I love Tim's guitar on this because he has that Metallica kind of riff. But then outside of that one riff, it's just like pick slides. It's just one. It, what's cool is like he's hitting just like one power chord and then sliding that power chord up the neck. And it—it it just the simplest shit he does on this song. But it adds so much character and so much depth to the song. It's weird. It's weird how simple it is, but how how great it is all together, or like how 
it's just a perfectly crafted it's a it's a perfectly crafted song i really really think it is this is my 11b Dude, why? No, I'm just kidding. This is my 2B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no reason for it. Yeah, there's no. And you would really no have to come up with something way. good if it was that low. I, I even like alluded earlier to to the, like Tim's like like heavier chugging guitar playing. And it's like this yeah. song, dude, like that riff is, it's a perfect riff for them because it's like heavy metal and stoner rock kind of sounding, but it's still punk. And it's all in like It's kind of like their version of Master of Puppets. You know the, the main riff in Master of Puppets, it's it's like that, but not as complicated. Yeah, because he can't do and it. His guitar tone is killer. It. Yeah, it's just his it's fucking just, guitar tone's awesome. It's yeah, dude. It's fuck, man. It's just it's it's a good it's a good riff. It's a good riff, and like that's already before we even hit vocals. And like obviously, Davey's bringing bringing the heat, but like Rob holds his yeah. own, and we know Rob can scream, and we know what he does, and he does the one thing he does best. But I think he does it better here than he does anywhere else because Davey does it better than he does. And so to not get outshined, yeah. Rob tries. Because there's, yeah. there's a little parts where, where it's not just a call and response, but as Davey's doing his part towards the end of it, Rob will hit. He'll start saying things as Davey's still going. So you get a contrast in both of their voices. It's not just a call and response, which, which as far as like call and response like song, songs go in like the punk community, this is the best of all time. Like there's no yeah, this better is up there. call and response yeah. than, than Davey and Rob going at it. It's just, it's unfucking real. And I like that they do it twice, right? The back and forth. Yeah. Just in case, like, the first time you weren't yeah. quite ready for it, like, they do it again. And it's like, oh, fuck yeah, I get to enjoy <laughs> that thing again. Thank you. And yes. that's just the verses. Because with the chorus, the chorus is just, I'll have you, I'll have you, wishing for. And so Davey will do the I'll have you, I'll have you. Rob will do the wishing for, and then they'll do that twice, and then the next two they'll switch it up. Rob yeah. will do the longer line, and then Davy will do the shorter line. It's like, dude, it's so simple. It's right there. It like, how much dumber and simpler could it be? But it just, it's perfect. That's what the song needs. Yeah. Oh my god, it's an incredible song. Cre- incredible hardcore song. And this, this like, honestly, it, it's one of the best hard, like, top hardcore songs I would say of all time. I don't give a fuck. It's it really so is. good. It's it, 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 it really it is, dude. Like these vocals, just you can't these can't be fucking matched, dude. Like Davy Havoc's in that era, that that wailing, like scream era. Like nobody sounded like him. Nobody could do no. that. Nobody could hit those high notes, but then still sound like tough and aggressive. Like he's gonna rip your face off, dude. It's like it's, it's weird. Like a sh- it's like a shriek, like something that you have to like process through like a computer in order to get that kind of sound. It's perfect. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Like he did it here after so many years of of being absent from it. And then never really hear it again, so that's fine. I mean, he did it. I mean, he did did it a little bit on Black Sails and and Art of Drowning, but never to this extent. He hadn't done anything like this since Shut. Like Shut Your Mouth. Nothing this aggressive. Nothing yeah. this crazy. Oh, this this is over no, the top. No. Yeah, it's 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 an incredible song. And then even they throw in like the the kind of like the the cheesy hardcore spoken word stuff. So, so at the good. beginning of the song, Davey says, "And I ask you, my brothers and sisters, who's the true animal?" And then Rob just drops in like instantly. Look so far. It's just like he just, oh my God, dude. The, the, the way the song flows is just, it's a perfect hardcore song. And then he, and then Davey has that other spoken word too. I think, well, he does what he says. He says, and now my brothers and sisters, the inversion begins. And Rob fucking drops in again. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> The cool. inversion begins. So <laughs> stupid. Just fucking words. And I think, I think like literally this song 
even though it's a, it could be about uh, just another tough guy thing. I think it's just when they're in the studio, they just were saying things that sounded tough. They were saying <laughs> things that matched what they were trying to do vocally. Yeah, yeah, especially with this song because yeah, the, I don't know what the hell they're talking about talking about here. I could not decipher the lyrics, except that you know, the only thing I could pick up was you know, they're saying you know if you mess with me, you fuck with the wrong guy, and you're you're gonna wish for a quick death. Yeah. Instead of what I'm going to do to you. Like, that's all I got from this. So I, I don't think there's a deep meaning to it. Man, dude, it's an incredible song. It is. It's 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 something else. <laughs> this, I mean, this there's easily nothing, could have been man. like the best song on the album. And, and like an outlier on the album that's like, damn, this could have been on like anything because of how great mm-hmm. it is. And if they did a whole record, a whole, imagine if Rob and Davey did a whole hardcore record. That could be, that could go down as like one of the greatest. Even that name, he had some naming that. it that, Robin Davy, right? Like, damn, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robin Davy, that'd be so rad. Like, nobody would fucking have any idea what it is. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what the world needs uh, right now. Or, or mix mix up like their their names, like Skinhead and Havoc. Ooh, Skinhead like, Havoc. Or like Skinheads wreaking havoc, or something like that. Yeah, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of stupid, but damn, dude, if they made a killer record, it could be so cool. Oh man! Anyway, quick anyway. death. We we have anything else on this one? Uh, no, that's it. That's it. That's all. All right. So, what is your uh, what's your two B then? That was my two B. Quick death. Oh, it was both of ours. Okay. What's your three B then? My three B. What is it? Boop boop boop. Oh, tall boop, cans boop, in the boop. air. Then he fuck you. <laughs> that's my three B. Oh man, I'm gassy today. Oh, have you? I have you. Which four? <laughs> I love that. So good. Oh, he's so whiny too. Okay, my number three is Romper Stomper, the opening track. Woo! Woo! Dude, the the heaviness, the how aggressive it is. So oh heavy, God. so distorted. Where does this sit for you? This is my four B. Four B, okay. Just that that open that those two notes in that riff, that dun 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 oh it's three notes. But just that it's so simple, it's distorted as shit. It and it, he plays those the, that riff the entire song. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's all you need. Not, it's like it's like fucking Limp Biscuits break stuff. It's the yeah. same riff the entire song, but it works. It works. And Rob, I mean, Rob comes in so hard, but I feel like he has to come in this hard because this is the first thing he's ever done of any sort of like fan notoriety. Fan. Yeah, 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 notoriety. Yeah, so he has to come in, and he does like really, really hard. Um, it's called romper then, stomper, dude. Like, yeah, what the fuck stomper. does that even mean? Is that a romper like a like a jumpsuit <laughs> or something? It is. It's a onesie. Yeah, yeah. It's a onesie. Um, <laughs> like, it's like in a Goldfinger. It's in Goldfinger uh, when when Sean Connery's at the pool at the beginning, and he's yeah. wearing that that, that oh, periwinkle jumps or romper. It's like right up what on that him is. both ends. <laughs> yeah. So like is is, is Romper Stomper supposed to be like like a like like he's like slaying chicks? Is that what that's supposed to mean? Like because girls might wear be. Romper more more often, right? Yeah, it's more it's more of a girl thing. But I don't know. I I, I don't know how the um, damn because it sounds like a the, cool thing, but now it sounds kind of stupid. If I really think about it, and when you when you look at the lyrics, the lyrics don't don't that doesn't match up. It doesn't make sense because lyrically it's about you know making sure that that. 
you you know you got your homies back they got your back you know that, that's what it is that's what this song is about so, so being it's a not fucking like a tough guy thing. yeah it's a tough guy song i don't it's not about you know having sex with a bunch of chicks but stomping i don't know romps stomping, stomping romps stomping romps <laughs> but what's what's cool too that first verse there's no bass it's just Mm-mm. the riff the drums and rob and that's it and i love how even without the low end, without that bass, it's still, it's still fucking tough. Dude, just like, let Rob like shriek rip your face over off. like the beat. That's all. That's all you need. They <laughs> yeah. do these type of songs just so fucking well. Like this is, this is like their meat and potato. This is what's paying the bills for the transplants. These, these simple <laughs> like kind of dueling vocal things, just very dumbed down type stuff. Because that 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 descending riff, right? That that the mm-hmm. whole song is based off of that descending riff. It's just. It's super easy. It's really to get it. It's easy to get into, and it's just really fun. And Travis, mm-hmm. super super simple. I I think I don't know. I, I think it's amazing. And he's then, and like then, once again, he's essentially playing a drum loop. Yeah, this entire album. And and, and this one has, one has another shines, guy, but. Eric Eric Azin from from the Nerve Agents. Yeah. And you can tell the difference. Every Redemption eighty seven. They're good too. So as long as you know what Rob sounds like, you can tell the difference between the two because they both just shriek and kind of yell and be kind of annoying. But uh, that soundscape <laughs> in the beginning, it reminds me a lot of the soundscape from, from Infilati from At the Drive-In. Oh, yeah. Like before they, the they bass They throw a lot drops. of instrumental stuff. They throw a lot of instrumental stuff. Or not instrumental, oh, fucking electronic. Yeah. There's a lot of electronic stuff throughout this entire record. That, that for sure fucking stuff. reminded me of that. I, I, all I could think about was do, 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 so good. And Falade. Romper Stomper, so good. I, uh, I didn't know Eric, that until this week that he was what, what Eric's verse was gonna lie de facto, lie de facto. I always just yelled and shrieked yeah, at that point. That same year I had no idea what he said. <laughs> Even after, after, after I read it, I still was like, Was that really what he says? Are you sure? I don't know. Lie de facto. Yeah. It is very he he definitely has a higher voice than than Rob and it works well. I mean, his screams are they're fantastic. Yeah, really, really great good. stuff. I never really got into Nerve Agents, but I always like I've listened to Redemption eighty seven over the years because of their relation to the E Space scene and AFI especially. So I always like listen to them every once in a while, but never uh never Nerve Agents for whatever reason. But I know they're really popular within the punk scene. You would definitely like them. I don't really like the Nerve Agents that much because they're a little bit more of that uh goofy side of things. But I but I think mm. you would like them. The cooler side of things, you mean? I don't know about cooler, but uh definitely goofy. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean by goofy though? I don't know. You like a lot of like 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 Wednesday thirteen oh, from stuff Planet like Forty Nine stuffs, which I'm gonna go see Wednesday thirteen. Anybody listening to the pod, if you're in the area, come with me to go see them at the Whiskey in October. Otherwise, I'm going by myself. So okay, okay. You should it's on the stay, table. Like I said, man, just stay out here. Stay out here another four days, five days. Stay out there a week. Stay out there a week and do nothing while I work. <laughs> so boring. That would <laughs> that would be so fucking boring. That's okay. You have a lot of record stores to go to though, because there's so many around us. That's true. Just stay out there and spend t- a ton of money. <laughs> spend thousands of dollars on records. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Yep. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the Eric Ozen, good stuff. Great, great verse. Um. Do we have anything else on Romper Stomper? No. Okay, and that was your three B, right? Or your four B? Four B, yeah. 
So, uh, okay, so my four B is one seventeen. One seventeen. That's my nine B. Yeah, so let's. That is your okay. Fine, I get it. It's it's a pretty straightforward kind of basic song. Um, what I like about this is this is one of the this is the only time where really Travis shines. This is where it, he's not playing like a um uh a drum machine beat. He's he's hitting the big crashes. He's hitting the open hi hat. He has some really awesome fills throughout this entire song. I mean, he just absolutely nails it and kills it. This is the fastest, I wouldn't necessarily say heaviest song, but this is definitely the most punk song on the whole record. Big power chords, loud. I just, it's a cool yeah. song, man. This it's a really, really cool song. song. Yeah. I don't, I, I think this is like, I think this may be one of the most important songs of the album because the album needed something like this. It needed something yeah. that was just short and sweet, everybody having fun a little bit deeper in in the album after all like the songs the songs are kind of long and they're mm-hmm. all pretty similar but the album needed this one probably more than any other song on the album um but it is it is you know it is pretty it's basic like, straightforward yeah it's pretty simple yeah but i like it for that and and this is a song where it shows that rob's voice and and even tim's voice they sound best in heavier faster songs like this yeah they both absolutely nailed it. Like nothing sounds yeah, out of place. Punk. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, especially Rob, like this is where, like, why has Rob not made more music like this? Like, I understand he did that shit with Paul wall and he's done a lot of hip hop stuff, but damn dude, this, this, this is where you excel. This is what you're best at. And he's never done a punk band like this ever. It's crazy. It is. It is weird that like nothing ever he's materialized chops, for man. him in this type of way. Even like yeah. a, a more aggressive hardcore punk band, or even like a more hip hop focused like punk band, like nothing ever really. I don't know. He's very unique, especially since he's so well liked in that scene in the East Bay scene. Prior to the transplants, he was well known. Like he was, everybody knew who he was. And I mean, maybe I it has to come down to he never wanted to do it. That's the only explanation. Yeah. He just didn't care enough to do it. But damn, dude, it could have—he could have been up there with one of those, the top hardcore bands for sure. If yeah. he really refined it with the band, man, it could have been absolutely killer. It's, this is a great song, um, and and kind of throwing it back to the like, electronic stuff that they throw in. There's a lot of weird, weird things going on in this in this for no reason. You <laughs> notice that? Yeah, I like think Rob's little, doing yeah. a lot of the so like I mean just there's so many credits on the wiki on the wiki page. I think Rob's yeah. doing a lot of those like the programming uh, and stuff. Yeah, kind of more like hip hop inspired samples and scratches cuz it's just says scratches. I think that's yeah. just like a like a catch-all term for somebody doing something on 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 the turntable. And I think I think that's all Rob. I think so too. I do too. But it's a nice touch. It's a really nice touch. Because it could be Travis, but I think this is a little bit too early for Travis to kind of like really pull out his hip hop chops. And I still just don't think he's a he's a full fledged member at this point. No, I don't think so either. And also, he uh, he wasn't hired on. Yeah, he wasn't hired on to do this. Yeah, he was not a full full blown member. Yeah. So it had to have been it had to have been Rob. It had to have been him. Because Tim already had so much. He because not only was he was he writing the songs, playing guitar, singing. He was producing the record, co-producing the record. You know, he was 
he was doing a lot of the behind the scenes shit. He was the one getting all the guests on. I mean, yeah. Rob's not going to get, you know, these kind of people on. I mean, Brody and Matt Freeman and, and Davey and, and shit like that. He doesn't have that kind of pool. I mean, not let's say that these guys were the biggest acts of the day of that but time. But bigger, bigger I mean, than I feel Rob. Like if, you have, if you have a Wikipedia page, then you probably at least you have some type of success. Because some of the guys, <laughs> when when Danny Diablo was spitting out some of these underground hip hoppers, a couple of them didn't have a Wikipedia page. Like they were just like kind of like one and done things. But some of them did. But I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't it pool. funny? Like in this in this day and age, we we gauge success by whether or not you have a Wikipedia page. It's no different than gauging success by act, like ordering an actual encyclopedia, right? And then looking in the encyclopedia, like, oh, you're you're not in the encyclopedia, therefore you're nothing. Which is like, oh, yeah, I suppose, kind of true. Which is now, instead of every ten years, you get one, you get every ten seconds. <laughs> the greatest right. thing on earth, and here we are. Used here, most people use it just for the dumbest shit. That's right. Wikipedia really is great. It's so fucking I mean, amazing. It's so it's so convenient and yeah, Wikipedia is the best. It's a wealth of fucking knowledge, dude. Like you can for free. For free. I donate <laughs> though. I donate. Okay. Well, okay. Every year I donate $20. <laughs> really? Wow. I do Look every fucking year. Cuz they they email me every single year like, "Hey, last year you did this." And so, oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> 20 bucks a year, dude. Like, come on. Every every what six months you get with the top of the Wikipedia page has all those banners. You have to click out of all of them. I, I still oh, have to do so it too. Like, I can't. There's no like. I can't like unlock an ad free <laughs> version of it. <laughs> I still have to do it too. But like twenty bucks a year. Like come on, dude. I know you use Wikipedia probably daily. Oh yeah, totally. Who the fuck? Who doesn't? Like even as you're, you're just online, sitting there you're watching some Wikipedia stupid shit, right? And like, what did that guy just say? Is that a real thing? Let me just Wikipedia it. <laughs> Come on, yeah, let me look it up. That's not worth twenty bucks a year. <laughs> and it's funny how we, well, at least for me, when I Google something, I never look at any of the other. The first thing I look at is Wikipedia. Like I'll type yeah. in whatever I'm, whatever it is, you know, catfish or what am I? I don't know a fish. And yeah, I'll go to the Wikipedia before I go anywhere else. Because on Wikipedia Stupid. it shows like it's 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 citations at the bottom, so if it's spewing yeah. something that's like that can't be fucking real Wikipedia. Are you lying to me? You scroll down and say like, where was that cited from? Oh, that was cited from, not that it makes a difference, but like oh, that's cited from like the Wall Street Journal. Like, oh wow, maybe that is fucking true. But if it's cited from like JoeSchmo.com, it's like okay, maybe that's fucking maybe they're full of shit. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's so great is because you can you're supposed to, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, do a little bit more digging and then figure out whether or not you believe it to be true and move on. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love the wikis. Love the um, wikis. Just don't even. God damn. So for once I'm not going to, but for one seventeen, <laughs> um, what <laughs> what do you have lyrically on this one? This is Oh my god. This is one man. of those songs with one of the worst lyrics, but what what do you have on this one? Just a fucking twenty dollars. This is a tough guy song. I'm not gonna Again. do it. <laughs> I just, why would you not just do it? You, you know what's really annoying. <laughs> I just don't understand why you can't no, just do no. it. I just realized we do this all the damn time, where we we one of us has to have the last word in the fight, so we end it by saying something stupid, and then we immediately move on to the next subject. And we just <laughs> did that three times. Well, you right, did well. it, and then tried to change the subject. I had my last word you started laughing then i moved on and then you just did it again well i guess that's, that's what, what we that's do all. you'll be cheap and shit and that's fine 
<laughs> I think I think See? this is a tough guy song. That's it. That's all we fucking do. Sheila is a mess, so she comes from Modesto. That's the line. That's the best line of the song. That is the line. It's the that worst. is the best line of the stupidest. song. <laughs> <laughs> he makes shit up just to make it run. <laughs> that's the, yep. That's the extent of my songwriting <laughs> capabilities. Is just making words up. It's so good. Oh man, I, it, it, it's some shit Kanye does too. He just kind of makes up words and says things oh, differently just so they rhyme. Oh man, for sure. <laughs> Sheila is a mess. Uh, she comes from Modesto. That's how he sings it too. <laughs> He's so fucking lazy. Oh, he's the he worst. Is. But I love he's it. Oh, his lazy drawl is. There's nobody that sounds like Tim. Nobody that sounds like Tim. Because because Tim doesn't even sound like Tim. There's there's times on this record he has an accent and then he doesn't have an accent and he yeah. just fucking like why are you why are you like that? Why does he do that? I don't know. It's honestly I, like it's fucking yeah. annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really like he has an accent on some of these fucking songs. I know, especially the slower ones. He really lets that drawl go out. Like on "Sad but True," DJ DJ, he does it. Um, yeah, he just the slower ones, the organ led ones are. Uh, his vocals so are rough, stupid. But you know what? We love singing them. It's you know, problems. Tom Bomb. Problems. <laughs> Got so many Sheila problems. Sheila is a mess, so she comes from Modesto. So dumb. <laughs> yeah, one that was my that was my nine B one seventeen nine B. Okay, so I don't even know what one seventeen means. I, I I didn't find any information on the title. But um, let's uh, let's move on then. That was my five B, I believe. Yeah, no, no, that was my four B. So what's your what's your five B? Sad but true. That high, holy shit! That's my Sad tendy. but true. I let's get into that. I like this. I don't mind Tim's vocals that much. It doesn't last too long, and it's filled with with layers that kind of build nicely. And that organ, I don't know, the guitar, the bass comes in. It's solid. It's a solid groove. And I don't even mind those little those little background harms. I know it's goofy and cheesy, but I, and I like when Rob comes in, man, because everyone's <laughs> like. Everyone's like, Let's, we should do like a slower sad song. All right, I got you. And then Rob comes in and is like, what are you doing, dude? It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> like, oh, I thought, I thought that's what we're doing. It's like, whatever, man. That's, that's fine. That's fine. And wh- what's weird is that you you hate the organ. You All you do is talk shit about it, especially in Windy Clear from Blink. That's the worst. It's all you do is talk shit. But this is the entire song. It's an organ-led song, and you love it. It makes no back sense. Back up, back up. And you... And you hate Tim Armstrong's vocals, but you love this song, and it's some of his worst vocals. So and it's annoying. a slow song. It's <laughs> dude, the lead parts that Tim plays in the guitar, uh, though, man, those are so fucking catchy. Yeah, like this, yeah. This, 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 like I don't know. I, I just think it's so funny that this is their ballad, and and Tim's like getting into <laughs> it and like really feeling it. You can see him closing his eyes in the studio, and then Rob, oh, Rob probably- comes in. Like, what are you doing, he pro- dude? He's probably closing his eyes. He has his hands over his headphones. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like moving, <laughs> swaying side <Yeah>. to side. <laughs> Trying to really nail that take. Um, and then, then Rob comes in, everyone's like, oh, everyone puts their hands up. Ah, fuck it. But, but I think it's Tim who screams first because there's that, that pick slide, that, that extended pick slide that comes in, and then there's some screaming, but it doesn't sound like Rob. It, it actually sounds like Tim. And the then, back up, and back then, up part? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
let's fucking go. And then then Rob drops in, but he drops in hard, man. So like, hard. And it makes no sense. Like at least with Tim's, like Tim sounds like it sounds like he's in pain. <laughs> you know, it matches the mournful tone of the song. <laughs> but Rob has no 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 nuance to his vocals. It's just I'm pissed he's, all the fucking time. He's sad pissed though. That's that's Rob. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Rob's last verse hits fucking hard though. Like it's so good. <laughs> So it says, it says, all the times we had wish they could happen again. I'll hold you yeah. in my heart, in my heart to the end. If I could make a change, it'd be me, not you. So hard to see you go. So sad, but true. Dude, that's fucking, Ooh. that's pretty good. That's good. That's it pretty is good. good. Yeah. <laughs> and because he's like shouting it and being like aggressive, you kind of like lose that. You, you lose that. So you got to dig a little bit or really, really listen. You're like, wow, wait, did you just, are you crying, Rob? Like that's that's what I imagine after this song's over. Like you see, like a tear come down Rob's eye, and then you just well, like the song, somebody's ass. I mean, the song is a sad song. I mean, lyrically, it's about you know losing friends and family, way too young, and just for stupid reasons. And this is kind of their shout out to the the, the dead homies, right? You know, the pouring they're pouring one out for the dead homies. So, but <laughs> so good. I and what, what, it, what I think is funny too is like the way that they especially Tim in this song, the way he shouts out different areas of, of that area, like, you know, down Shattuck to Durant up the hill. Like oh, yeah. everything is just so extremely regional. regional and you don't, nobody knows what the fuck he's talking about. It's like giving directions at some point. It's like, <laughs> take like fucking MLK to 14th street. And go down, <laughs> well, turn this left. Is it. <laughs> up the hill to the about? steps, Sproul Plaza and Telegraph. You pass Channing, you pass Derby, you go to Ashby down to Adeline. <laughs> Take <laughs> to 54th and go down to Genoa. Oh my god. Yeah, and follow so the stupid. bar tracks to Harmon Street. Harmon, Harmon Street. Street. Harmon <laughs> Street. Like that's what he that's what he says. Like it has like an accent. The Harmon Street. Yeah. Harmon <laughs> Street. He's literally he fucking map quested from fucking his house to like the studio, and that's what these lyrics are. <laughs> map oh quested. man. Uh, I mean, because this is prior to Google Maps, so I got to throw it back here a little bit That's to funny. MapQuest. I mean, I think MapQuest still exists. <laughs> it does, yeah. But nobody, who the fuck uses MapQuest? Old people don't have refused Tim to Armstrong use Google, <laughs> Google Maps, yeah. But seriously, yeah. that's what that, that verse sounds like. No, it damn. is. It's just fucking directions. That's so stupid. Literally, it is. Harmon Street. Harmon. <laughs> I hate the way he fucking says Harmon Street. Oh, it's terrible. It is terrible. But I love it. Love this song, man. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Let's see if I, I don't think I have anything. <laughs> oh, the the bass playing on this song. He rips it up, man. It's pretty solid. There's some good, good shit on here. It's kind of buried, but when you when you really pick it out and you're not distracted by Tim's vocals and Rob's, um, there's some good stuff here, underlying here. So, And I think Tim played bass on this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they had. I don't think they hired a bass player. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he played bass on this one. But yeah, there's some good shit on here. Um, even on the whole record, there's like some like you hear some like little dub reggae influence in, in some of these songs, and uh, I think that's really cool. Really, really cool. And anyway, I don't. It doesn't matter anymore. What, what else? Do you have anything else on Sad but True? No, that was good. That was that was a good transition. We can move on. No. Okay. <laughs> um. My 5B, we finally get to it. Diamonds and Guns. 
Diamonds and guns. guns. <laughs> Some of my friends are diamonds. Some of my friends are guns. Some of my friends that was the, are guns. That was one of the stupidest things you've ever said in your whole life. <laughs> but that was so fucking funny when you said it earlier. Oh my god. That oh, was so god. stupid. I don't even know why I think of that. It just does. So Diamonds Again is my 10B. <laughs> I um it just kept falling. Like every time I because I had it listed, I mean, it was only the four songs deep. I had it listed as my three yeah. B because Tall Cans and Romper and Stomper beat it out. And then DJ DJ is is well below that. But then like I just I was like, no, this song is better, this song is better, this song is better. So it just kept getting pushed down and down and down. But that piano tune, dude, it's fucking good. It is like weirdly melodic. It's like broken and yeah. choppy and how it's played, but it sticks with you. Like you you hit it. You hit the beat along with it, and then you add like the heavy yeah. the distorted guitars to it, and it's just money. Like, why does that work so well? It's so good. It's like it's like this this weird take like on a vaudeville song from the twenties, right? That's yeah. what it, that's what it reminds me of. Like, not as many notes as you would hear in one of those old songs, but it's that same feel. And uh, the, the guy who played who played piano was the um, he wasn't the co was he the co producer? Yeah, I can't. I, Dave yeah. Carlock. Yeah, Dave Carlock. Yeah, he played he played the piano on it. The iconic honestly, the two most iconic parts of this entire band is that piano and the woohoos. Like <laughs> when anybody talks about transplants, it's the one of those two things. It's not anything else. I think Dave Carlock is like the only person too that's not like a I, I think he's just a studio guy. I, I don't yeah. think he's from like a band or anything. He's just like a studio guy. I think he was listed also as like a multi instrumentalist, so like he probably plays fucking everything. But yeah, so he's a studio guy. He's just fucking yeah. he's, he's, he's a guy that just makes a bunch of money and doesn't have to tour. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great, man. It's fucking great. <laughs> but um, I that piano, I love it, and it's you so know, good. It, it has to be talked about, but you know the Garnier Fructis commercial. Oh yeah. <laughs> The shampoo commercial. I don't know if they had this in the UK. I'm I'm actually curious now if, if Skip remembers this. Did, were the Garnier Fructis shampoo commercials with this song in in England at least? I'm sure uh, they was because were... the the fucking owner of, of Garnier Garnier is, is L'Oreal 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 L'Oreal. Yeah, they own. It sounds they weird own Garnier. Is that as a... we all know Garnier or L'Oreal is like a fucking founded by a Nazi sympathizer. So. Mm. They're rife with controversy, so, but the but the but the Garnier Fructis commercial isn't as dumb as the music video. The music video is fucking stupid. All yeah, of them are all stupid. the music video, all of them. Yeah, they're all dumb. What's what's so annoying about the videos is Travis, even though he does the same thing drum wise on the album anyway. All he does is just like, like bob his head like aggressively, right? Like he does that up and down thing, like he's getting into the yeah. groove. Like that's all he fucking does, and it's so annoying. I don't know why I can't. He's a showman. It. He's oh, it's so annoying. McCoxman. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he always looks so serious, like in the cars. Anytime they're driving in the videos, he's always oh, looking no. so serious. Oh, it's oh, so it's annoying. So everybody, everybody look as tough and hard as you possibly can. Oh, <laughs> For like, it, I mean, come on, dude. This is like not even tough music. It's, it's so great, but it's not and tough. goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I also read that that L'Oreal too. Their their headquarters that was in Germany for a long time was was on land that was that the Nazis took from a Jewish family. 
and then like oh. never gave it back. And then like the company L'Oreal knew about it, and then people were saying like, "You should probably fucking give that land back, bro." And they're like, "Well, oh, it's damn, not really our no job." Idea. And like this whole controversy, dude. There's a lot of controversy with that company L'Oreal, but uh, that was something I read this week. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, damn, you probably feel bad for that one, don't you? <laughs> I never, I never knew that. Now I want to go down this rabbit hole. Oops. Damn. And they passed like legislature too that says that that even if even if like Jewish land was was signed away willingly during the the Nazi regime, it was still mm. the all contracts were void because you just you couldn't tell whether or not like willingly was even a thing, right? True. Yeah. So like all contracts were void. Damn. That's kind of cool. I had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, and no they sponsored idea. Amber Heard for for many years up until like the trial and oh. That thing. Wow, dude, I gotta go down this rabbit hole. I'm so interested now. I know for it's like, like fucking it's like shampoo. And it's like shit. Adidas, man. I I didn't know anything about the whole Nazi connection with Adidas until the whole Kanye shit went down. I had no idea. <laughs> and then going like down Adidas that rabbit a, hole. Wow, it's like a I don't know a, a more well known company. I don't know. Like this shit is just fucking shampoo and stuff. Who cares? <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so back back to this song. I, I don't want to talk about shampoo anymore. Um, That's just rough, yeah, dude. Those woos are rough. They're so, so good dumb. though. They're so good. And then with that, the, the big guitar, the big guitar chords there too. The that that little bit of slide right there. Oh, it's perfect. You perfect. could have easily just not included those those woo woos. True, but the woo woos are good. I like my I like myself a good woo woo. There, that's a good woo woo. Like, well, those are woos, dude. This is yeah. Wait, have you ever is, seen have you ever seen High Anxiety, the Mel Brooks movie? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Because there's a there's a woo-woo reference when they're talking about uh vaginas and boobs. Because they're it's like a at a at a, a psychiatric like convention and this one psychiatrist brings his kids and they're talking about like penis envy or something like that. It's something really childish, and they didn't want to say vagina or boobs in front of the little girls, so they said the woo-woos. And Mel Brooks had to say woo-woos. And it's just, oh my God, dude. It's so fucking stupid. It's so funny though. Because Mel Brooks is a genius and he can make the stupidest things like that. It's so goddamn funny. (laughs) He says, oh my God. No, he calls it, um, he uses the term, um, not poo-poo caca. (laughs) Fuck, what is it? He uses another really dumb term like that. And he, uh, I don't know, Anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. Anybody who's seen High Anxiety knows what I'm talking about, but probably nobody's okay. seen it. Well, just built it up and let us <sighs> I built That's it up fine. for nothing, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, Diamonds and Guns, Diamonds and Guns. Um So I want to talk about some of the terrible lyrics here. So the first verse, you know, you have the the over the top lazy vocals from Tim. Um and <laughs> <laughs> Bombs going off in Sierra Leone taking more shots than a Carl Malone. That those are the first two lines of the whole song. So yep. it's just the Carl Malone reference. It's just it's so stupid. And this is the only part of this the I really only the only part of the whole album that ha- has like any sort of political undertone yeah. or like you know anything like that. And then after this it's more about you know hyping up about how tough we are. It's like yeah. this could this song could have gone something somewhere really really cool for being such a pop centric song. And this is all we get. This is all we I get. Know. But then it he, was fucking yeah. pathetic. Yeah, it really, it really was really pathetic. Was. 
but the Carl Malone reference and the way he says it too. Took more shots than Carl Malone. Carl Malone. It, no, it's <laughs> fucking pathetic. And like, I, 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 I had no idea this was about something kind of serious. Yeah. And then the other part of it is not. So like, the song's not even serious. It's just like kind of serious because they fuck yeah. it up. But it's just it's it's fucking unreal. Like, dude, come on, man. You could have made a song that was about something. And so like, it's about like the the Sierra Leone Civil War, essentially mm-hmm. what Blood Diamond the movie was was made after like that movie was made for what they're trying to talk about here and it starts off doing it and then like it loses itself super fast it's almost like it's almost like you're talking to somebody and and you're having like a meaningful conversation with that person who always talks about themselves but then you actually you find some common ground and you 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 discuss something that's cool and then it transitioned into just that person talking about themselves again it's like oh cool we we ended up here again that's awesome. That's what this fucking song reminds me of. Yeah, that's that's skinhead Rob. Like that's a super serious, co- like a super serious topic, and like that civil war lasted over ten years and ended right around this album. And it's just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, man? How did you fuck that up? Like, wow. Like, cause I mean, Tim, both of Tim's verses are are more politically charged. The second one, not so much, but but still, it is. And then the the chorus too. It's a wicked world that we live on. You know, it's just. It's still kind of keeping with that tone, but then yeah, Rob comes in for no reason, and I don't know. It kind of it does ruin it for sure. Um, another another great lyric that I love. It's the way he sings it. It's in the second verse when he says, "Knock knock knock, who's that? It's Mama Son looking for the bitch who stole all the heroin oh, or took the money and run." And then the whole heroin, heroin. It's so bad that everything is just. I love singing it. It's awful. And then it wasn't until today when I was finalizing my notes that I, Mama San is actually a real thing. It's like, it's the equivalent of, of like a madam at like a, a, a brothel in, in Asia though. That's what a Mama San is. Oh. And I had no idea. I had I looked it up because I saw that it had a, had a hyperlink to another Wikipedia page. So I clicked it and sure as shit. Yeah. It would, that's, that's what it is, dude. Walt. I always thought it was like a Michael Jackson thing. The mama say, mama say, mama say. That's a good song though. But no, no, it's, it's, it's an actual term. And, and yeah, it's good because the the people, women in Asia don't like to be called like madams or, or things like that because they see that as a, as an offensive Western term. So they're called mama sons or if they're men, they're papa sons. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Papa son sounds cool. Papa son. But yeah, I know, no idea. (laughs) But that second verse, man. Heron, heron. Doesn't even say it's heroin like, right. Come on, dude. Everything about it's stupid. Even like Skinhead Rod, when he says, <laughs> when he says uh, I shot in heaven, now I cry, no one lives forever. In fact, we all die. We all die. Like, come yeah. on, bro. Like that, really, that's your fucking line you're going to write? That's so yeah. stupid. It's back to himself. So elementary. I, I, I understand he's he's also talking more about like his personal feelings and, and shit like that, but you're not, like, add more to t- what Tim is talking about, yeah. you know? Have Tim write the lyrics at least, and you sing them. This is this is deep subject material. That is the real world. That if you're going to do it, do it. Don't half-ass it. So yeah, that's and that's like ultimately what I think they're doing is half-assing it. And then Sun Doobie, who's from this hip-hop group called Funk Funk Dubious from L.A. I've never heard of them. Have you? Mm-mm. So he he was on the fourth verse, and um, 
once again doesn't keep up with the, with Tim's theme here. So you're like, all. what? What are you? What are you talking about? Like he's just talking about going out shooting and like it's it, it's just very ugh, basic and boring. But the amount of times he says the word now and especially the word out is out. impressive. Now the, out. it's out. I mean, the end of every. I would. I don't even want to say the end of every line. It's like with at least twice every line he uses one of those words. Yeah, there's a ripping out, it, tripping out, different now, pimping out. <laughs> <laughs> Killing's what I'm living now. Victim, so let me silly. pick him out. It, I think it's cool though. It does sound really good. But yeah, it's just it. It's stupid in the context of the whole song. But and then the laugh. Oh my god, dude, I hate the laugh. So dumb. Oh, at the at, especially the one at the very end in the outro. You know the the what? <laughs> Uh, 2002 baby transplants. Representing. Ugh, it's terrible. That outro is yeah, awful. Yeah, that was that was still a time when people were saying like "represent, yo, representing." Like <laughs> represent, true. fuck, what a dumb word, <laughs> represent. <laughs> represent Stupid. fucking transplants too, of all the artists. So dumb. <laughs> Got to take a sip of my beersy. Take a sip of your beersy. Um, so I don't know. Do we have anything else on diamonds and guns? No. That's uh, that's all I got. God, I still can't get over this. Some of my friends are diamonds. (laughs) Some of my friends are guns. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. (laughs) It's only funny. It's like it's so hyper specific too. Like you have to know what both of those songs are or sound like even to even think that's funny. (laughs) You really have to be in on the inside joke here. Oh, it's funny. It's so stupid. Terrible. It really, really is. So, what's your what's your six B? We trusted you. We trusted you. Another, uh, that's another, my number nine. Another pop song for you. Yeah, another stupid, yeah. crazy pop song. I don't know. It's just it's, 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 that, it's that guitar riff during the main chorus. I think it's wild. It's so stupid. It's so catchy. It's fucking fantastic. And Lars, yeah. Lars is on this one. Lars Friedrichsen, Fredrickson. Lars Ulrich. Lars Ulrich from, from Metallica Rancids. Dude, Lars mm-hmm. has a fucking cool backstory, too, if you... We read that Lars yet. Fredrickson? Yeah, Lars Fredrickson. No, I, not yet, cool but I mean, story. we'll get into it next week. For sure. But uh, I, don't, I think I think this one has just like amazing guitar parts. It's, they're simple, they're effective, they're catchy. And then Rob's got some range on this one, okay? I think mm-hmm. that's Rob. He does. Right? He follows the melody nicely. He's, his shouting like actually has tone to it. So there's not just like a one-dimensional, flat, monotone <laughs> yell. He's actually got some tone True. to it. And I don't like I don't mind the extended synth parts because it kind of matches the song and they're fine. It's fine. Yeah, it is really catchy. That hook is really catchy. God damn, it's catchy. But it's I love singing. I'm gonna sing it all night too. Put some out of the dumbest fucking hand. lines around this one. <laughs> he says, "I keep my enemies closer than I keep my friends." Light them all up, then gun them all down. Gun them all like, down, dude. You just can't make this shit up. Like this, come on. Like you bought a book, like a fucking terrible. old Western book or something. Like this is how people talk, and he thinks that that's <laughs> cool and shit. I keep my enemies closer than I keep my friends. Ugh. <laughs> Even the line too. Um, if you don't stand for nothing, I can't really stand behind you. That one's really stupid too. So dumb. anytime uh, that should be like on the fucking. Also, that should be like on the, the no no list. Well, also, also all the 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 the. If you live on your, it's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Like that's. That's something that, that came from something, someplace fucking rad and cool, and then was just turned into yeah. like, I don't know, like to get people to go vote and shit. 
dumb. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, there's some bad, bad shit on this song. Lyrically, lyrically. Yeah. But nothing that that didn't make my my top my top bad lyrics, but definitely some bad shit on here. But it's really the hook. The the hook takes the cake on this one. It's so catchy. Um, but everything else is pretty pretty straightforward. I don't want to say basic, but um everything is pretty straightforward. I I do like the the really simple lead guitar. It it has its place. It adds enough nuance to the song to make it sound really good. And that's what honestly like we've talked about, that's what Tim does so well on this record. He doesn't do big heavy riffs. He doesn't do big fat or he doesn't do anything fast. He adds these little just sounds and and little things, little touches to the songs. And uh and this is one of those those moments and even the bass line in this one kind of shines a little bit it's not like super squirrely or great but it's it stands out at least but maybe it's just because it's kind of like a slower tempoed song but but in the yeah. end the, the the lyrics to me it's just it's about being betrayed by a friend and yeah, or close backstabbers yeah yeah i mean the core the chorus really says it right we mm-hmm. trusted you we put Stand out a helping hand only in return Get stabbing in the back. Boo, do, 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 do. I do like that. Such a poppy fucking delivery yeah. and, 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 I don't know, aggressive, like, lyrics. It is. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, well, it's terrible. That's good. It's terrible, but I love it. So, Dude, do we, we have, have anything else on three songs left. Have? That's true. What do we have? We have DJ DJ, California Babylon, Way on My Mind. Yeah, all all low low Bs for me. California Babylon is my highest B of the three. That's my six that's B. my eight B. But otherwise, everything okay. is low, 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 Re- low, <laughs> really low, it's low, low. Six, seven, and eight are California DJ DJ, and then way on my mind. Yeah, there we go. Those are mine. Okay. I mean, really, the only thing I would want to talk about is California Babylon, because I think that's one of that's one of the catchiest choruses on this entire record. <laughs> don't say that. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> That like broken guitar thing, the like he's just like trying to like yeah. fumble around to find it. <laughs> so good, it's so good. I, I like the dude, and it's clearly a loop fun. too. Yeah, it's so clearly a loop. The, so like the intro drum beat too, that beat itself is a is a sample. It's a temptation song. It's the oh, song okay. "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." It's fucking. I don't know if Travis is doing it or if they just completely sampled it, but it's it does it's, sound sampled. Yeah. Everything the, the, song. the guitar sounds sampled. Um, I mean, because literally that that guitar is looped through the entire song. Even the part where where it's just Tim and just Tim and the guitar. I mean, it's just that's all it is. It's just a fucking loop, and he's singing that hook. Don't say that you don't understand. Don't say that you can't comprehend. Don't say that you don't understand. This is California Babylon, my man. <laughs> this is so California Babylon, my man. He's already getting all stupid and raspy. <laughs> oh, he sounds so dumb, but I love singing it. I love Dude, singing that. Tim that just hook. goofballs the whole time, and then Rob comes in oh, hard, yeah. of course. But it like it breaks it's a up. Great, kind of monotony. It's a great dynamic. Yeah, it bre- yeah, it's a great dynamic vocally, even though it's just so much fun to make fun of Tim. Um, and then the the first verse, you know, it starts out, "Wait, you start dressed like nurses in bondage." So dumb. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a bad meme, dude. It's like a bad emo singer. It's like Tim trying to sound like one like like Adam Lazara from from Taking Back Sunday or any other emo band of that era. It's him trying to be that, and it just it's so dumb. I fucking hate the way he says whiskey too. Like later on, she, she drinks some whiskey, smokes <laughs> some dope, she thinks a star. 
<laughs> oh, it's so stupid. So while annoying. Sm- wait, wait, how does he say like when she while she smokes some? How does he say it? So she smokes some dope, 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 <laughs> dope. Yeah, the, he's like a, he's got like a vocal fry. That's what he's doing. Yeah, he's or it's like the Poway accent. It's like it's like a more extreme version of Tom's <laughs> Poway accent. That's what it is. Or maybe Tom's trying to sound like Tim. Maybe. Mm. Could be. No, no. Tom, nobody sounds like Tom. Yeah, nobody really does. Oh, man. Oh, no, the, the line is, now she's 21. She does some more Coke. She does some more Coke. She drinks some whiskey and she smokes some dope. That's what it whiskey. is. Whiskey. She thinks she's a star. She thinks she's a star. What Do you know who you are? <laughs> that was good. That was solid. Because <laughs> it gets higher at that part when they say, "Do you, you should, know you who should you do are. karaoke next time we do karaoke?" Dude, I will do this song. Wow, nobody would enjoy <laughs> that. Well, well, because I would enjoy that. <laughs> I would only want to sing the hook. I would call you up to sing that. That that's the, that's the worst. <laughs> You'd be the best. Yeah, uh, whatever. You would have. Um, yeah, I do. I do like this song. Um, do you want to? Touch on uh, DJ DJ and uh, Way in My Mind. Yeah, just, way I mean, in my mind. Way in my mind. That's that's dude. That's low, low. These are both like essentially last bottom B's. Way in yeah. my mind. I dude, like why? I don't know. Why is it the fucking talk like that? Birdie's featuring this one too, of course. Everyone's mm-hmm. everyone like the way they say problems. So many problems. I think that's just <laughs> so fucking obnoxious. It's so annoying. It's because Rob and Tim try to harmonize with each other. And Rob really can't harmonize. Uh, Tim tries, and that's okay. But I also noticed too in the verses, Rob's Rob's voice. It sounds like he lost his voice. He doesn't sound normal. It's like he lost his voice and he's trying to yell or scream, and that's what we're getting. He sounds really sick. Um, not like a cool sick, but like he sounds sick, like ill. Not a good ill, but <laughs> how's all this? How does sick and ill become a positive? Thing? I- yeah, it. when he said sick, I thought like, <laughs> like I knew you were talking about like a not good sick. I was like, oh well, it could have been translated in like a way. Good then sick. he said ill, and I'm like, that's even worse. Like <laughs> nobody says ill unless you have like terminal cancer or like you're ill, dog. You're dope, dude. Uh, <laughs> slang is sucks. Slang um, is stupid. Slang is stupid. S i s sis. <laughs> um, this is another one of the songs too where they they get it's. They use a lot of organ in here, but it's still subtle. Like it, it, it's always there, but it's just accents everything else. And and I, I do like that about this song. But yeah, I agree with you. Tim is he's just fucking lazy on this one. Lazy Brody, I don't care. I don't care. <sighs> you and Mike, man, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, you would fucking Mike. That singing song. That, that song, song is so fucking terrible. I don't even care. I hate. The, I don't like the, the distillers, distillers at all. Are so fucking terrible. They're bad. Yeah, I can't even, just I, bad. Dude, I, I read I read this week too that when Tim met Brody, she was like sixteen and he was like thirty. Yeah, I know, I know, and she's Australian, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, and then I think she came here for like him. She, she, and then yeah, she, it's not like him. she ran away from home. Yeah, yeah, some creepy ass shit, man. And then the whole breakup thing, and like Tim found out because Rolling Stone posted a a article which had a picture of Brody kissing Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. But then Brody says, like, well, he's been mean to me for three years and it took me three years to build the courage to leave him. I'm like, dude, you guys are all fucking stupid. Have you have you read all that shit that's going on with Josh Homme and her? 
now like the restraining orders yeah oh good lord because they they divorced and it's like everybody was on her side at first and then more details were coming out and it's like well josh is actually on the right and josh ended up being able to get a restraining order for his kids against her boyfriend her current boyfriend now anyway let, let's move on are we, are we good with Wayne we only got one song dude we're, we're done yeah, we dj dj song. i can't believe DJ, we went DJ. through every song <laughs> it starts out with the, the two the, the dj dj boom dun, 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 dun. that little that little bit of yeah. like slide on the guitar it's great no, it's man. good love it again we're, we're starting here it's with like the chorus simple. right the little dj dj thing and then yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean it's so, a very the chorus is very very catchy the simplicity of the guitars especially during the verses is fantastic once again tim is killing it with just the simplicity and and he i think he nails it from the musical standpoint um i don't know uh, this song's fine it's, it's a low b for me i think the chorus is weak I, I i think i think i don't know Watch fine. now i think travis is drumming in the chorus is solid he's just writing yeah. those closed hi-hats like so fast busy though busy but he still has, but then he still has time to like leave one of the notes open like right like that's cool yeah. that's always fun um otherwise it's it's fine the solo's great it's just slow noodling over the scale easy peasy fine and then you know and then they have the 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 clean guitar playing underneath that that little guitar leader solo it's great it's really really good and just the little the little thing of him just saying watchman now and then it goes back into that riff out of the chorus perfect perfect love that these these fucking lyrics though these lyrics are trash (laughs) like as a punker anthem like for outcasts and people who don't belong but then like talking about t- yeah. like literally, literally tattooing the word punks p-u-n-x on your knuckles that's some like good charlotte shit like, that's something wow, you read in dude, their lyrics like, did you fucking just like is that a lyric in a song that you wrote really <laughs> as a grown-ass adult okay op iv wasn't even that goofy like how do you no, how have you gotten no. goofier yeah Nobody move nobody nobody get hurt they said make one wrong move man you wake up dead so <laughs> that's the, the way the way he sings it though is very kind of like like, like reggae-ish a little bit like i don't know Damn. it's all dumb, no, i get it it's I, all it's, dumb. It, it is all dumb like like lyrically this is not a lyric album it's it's just it's it's fun <laughs> here, here we go with the wrap-ups i guess right <laughs> wait wait no i there's one other two lines that i'm just like skimming through the the lyrics real quick <laughs> He, oh so the first two lines of the second verse is Rob's verse. He says, you got your ear to the street, then this bud's for you. Buds you, for got, you. you got my name in your mouth, then the slug's for you. So Man, stupid. Dude. Shotgun, fast lane on the highway to hell. Sherm sticks, tall cans, and the powder that sells. Dude, tall cans Man. again. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking think, so dumb. I think this is the one, too, where he talks about, I'm going to hit that ass or something. Or I'm gonna, what is that? I'm gonna, I'm I think it is. I'm trying to I'm look. Spank. I'm looking through it right now. I'm do, he's, oh, he's yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, he says, and you sit back and laugh. I'm going to grab something. I'm going to get in that ass. We came too far now. No way. We'll get fucked. Want to drop me? Got to kill me. Only way I'm going to stop. God, it's 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 also the 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 slang, too. It's like he's, I'm I'm a, you I'm know, a, it's just the, Yeah. When it's not so me, gotta kill me. The only way I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna get in that ass. Watch yourself. Like mystical over here. Watch yeah, yourself. <laughs> Shake ass. That's a good song, though. That's a good That's fucking a good song. That's such a killer song. Man, do you remember that one song? Um, I think it was like 99, 2000. 
it might have been mystical. I think it was mystical. He did the song with the rock. And it was essentially they just used the a sample of the rock where he says it doesn't matter, but they they glitched it out at the end. So it's like it doesn't matter. And then the matter is like glitched out a little bit. Do you remember that? And then the rock was actually in the music video. I think you're thinking of I think it was mystical. I do remember that. Who I th- it was somebody else too. I'm I'm looking it up right. I just thought of it. I feel like Oh it's Wyclef. It's Wyclef. Oh. It was mystical. Yeah. It's why it's Wyclef. But yeah, that was a weird song. Yeah. Anyway, that is, I'm totally off topic. Anyway, I went to. Anyway, oh, we did it, dude. We did. We did every single song. Vin Scully we got through here. it all. We're almost done um, with Tim Time Bomb season. We're yeah, biggest, almost done with this. The biggest next. My God, it's gonna be. My. It's gonna be God. a lot. Um. <laughs> All right, so let's give our final thoughts on this record. We'll rate it based off of our world-famous three-point rating system. And, uh, and yeah, so what do you got? Go. So there's, like, like, individually, there's so many things that are bad about this record. Their songwriting, lyrically, is just it's atrocious. The cover art is dumb. The, the music videos are fucking trash. Although, I think with the cover art and the music videos, they keep that, like, blue tone to it. Like everything's kind of blue. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, they did that. I like that. Um, it's like consistency for for consistency's sake. That's kind of cool. But everything else, it's just like, God damn. There's so many dumb things about this band. But, but you're right. Like nobody sounds like this. Like like the most ska hip hop thing we've we've even done in the pod is like Ozzy Motley, and and that's mm-hmm. nothing like this. This is that was a tough record. That was amazing, Rick. What the fuck? Yeah, was, you get the, it was what fine. The f- it was fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Nobody sounds like the transplants. This is so unique. This is so different. Um, that's why. That's why uh, in a war zone is is good, but it's it's a little bit more grounded. This is like this is bonkers, dude. This is so out there. This is them taking risks, taking chances, and then doing lyrics second. That's why the lyrics are so bad. I think is because. They know the sound that they want, but they're just not good at writing the lyrics yet. And that's yeah. fine. And it's yeah. fine. And it's fine. It's this fine. is great. I, I can't I can't give this a three. I just can't. I feel I just feel weird giving it a three. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two point eight. I'm gonna do two point eight. <laughs> okay. Not a two point not a two point eight six. Uh, I'll do, I'll, you're right. I, in in honor of Raul this week, I will do two point eight six. Okay. All right. Uh, my final thoughts. The nostalgia hits so hard with this one. I was obsessed with this record. I had a t-shirt. I was, I loved it. I, I absolutely love this record. Um, and yeah, you brought up the artwork, which we didn't talk about. I feel like the artwork matched the music perfectly. It was done by this guy named Mark Machado. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, this musically, there's some really cool stuff here. I love the simplicity of it. I like that Travis didn't church it up. He didn't have the chance to church it up, and and, and I appreciate that because it would have it would have changed it, and I feel like it would have changed it for changed it for the worse. Um, Rob, one dimensional but fantastic. Tim is Tim, obnoxious, great, equally you know equally obnoxious and great. I I do really really love that. Um, I can't say it's a perfect record either because of the last two songs and because it's just goofy and stupid. So I can't give it a perfect either. I think the last time we did this on a forgotten episode, I did give it a perfect three, but um, I'm going to give it a 2.8. I'm going to give it a 2.8. Not a 2.86. That's fair. But a 2.8. 
Yeah. You should honor Raul it's really not at least once in your life and give it a 2.86. Okay, fine. I'll give this a 2.86 as well. <sighs> so 2.86 for uh, transplants to transplants. Um, so yeah, do we have anything else on this one? No, that's it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, stay tuned. Tim Armstrong season's going strong. We're going to wrap it up with Rancid next week. Uh, probably going to do their new record that just came out. But we'll see. We're going to listen to all the records anyway and rank them. So um, thank you all for listening. And uh, that's it. That's all. <laughs> So I think, I don't know, when this came out, like Diamonds and Guns, Diamonds and Guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so dumb, too. I think Diamonds do and that Guns. the whole episode. I know, it's going to happen. <laughs> so my friends are diamonds, so my friends are guns. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. the dumbest joke ever. It's fucking wild. Oh. That is such a dumb joke. I think it was his, I think it was Diamonds and Guns. Especially Tim in this song, the way he shouts out different areas of of that area, like, you know, down Shattuck to Durant, up the hill. Like oh, yeah. everything is just so extremely regional. regional. And you don't nobody knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's like giving directions at some point. He's like, <laughs> take like fucking MLK to 14th Street and go down and <laughs> turn this left. Is it. <laughs> Like, up the hill to the about? steps, Sproul Plaza and Telegraph. You pass Channing, you pass Derby, you go to Ashby down to Adeline. <laughs> Take <laughs> Elk to 54th and go down to Genoa. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, and follow so the stupid. bar tracks to Harmon Street. Harmon, Harmon Street. Street. Harmon <laughs> Street. Like that's, what he, that's what he says. Like it has like an accent. The Harmon Street. Yeah. Harmon <laughs> Street. And that's what we're getting. He sounds really sick. Um, not like a cool sick, but like he sounds sick, like ill, not a good ill, but <laughs> how's all this, how does sick and ill become a positive thing? God damn yeah, it. Yeah, when you said sick, I thought like, <laughs> like I knew you were talking about like a not good sick. I was like, oh, well, it could have been translated in like a good And then sick. you said ill, and I'm like, that's even worse. Like <laughs> nobody says ill unless you have like terminal cancer or like you're ill, dog, you're dope, dude.